Hello, and welcome to Just for Kicks on Game Time CT. I am the boys' soccer beat writer, Scott Erickson, and we are joined, as always, by the girls' soccer beat writer, Joe Morelli. Joe, good morning. Good morning. Should I say that I've been doing more boys' covers than girls' covers? Does that not really fit into what our you know, plan we, is here? We go where they send us. Yes. That's, that's what people never or, understand. Or where I decide to go. One or where you decide to go. Yeah. But most of the time, we get assigned, at least I get yes. assigned things, and people would say, why didn't you go here? Why didn't you go there? What are you doing there? I said, that's where they that's where they sent me. And, we, and we're only one person or that's two true. people, so we can only be in so many places. And at this time of year, when you have a lot of teams alive like we do, it, it, it's hard, and sometimes you just can't get to everybody. You can't. I mean, Saturday, there was all those oh, you know, quarterfinals, and I would have loved to have been everywhere, but it's just, it just not possible. Yep, so you no, try to not. go to where you think the best game is and uh, right. and hope that that works out. Uh, before we get into the state tournaments, and there's a ton to talk about with the state tournaments, uh, you were at the FAA championship between Hopkins and St. Luke's on Saturday, right? Speaking of, and that's the game that I did, yeah. yeah and I, you know, I hadn't seen Hopkins actually in quite a long time for boys, and they were the one seed, and they beat St. Luke's four nothing in a game they completely dominated. I mean, it was one nothing at halftime. Mm-hmm. They hadn't scored for the first, and they played forty five minute halves, which I was not aware of, right? And uh, like like colleges. Yeah, and uh, they scored, and I believe with three minutes to go, I mean, uh, Bruno, the two captains for Hopkins, Bruno Mascarini and Ethan Pritchard, combined on a couple of goals. A very dominant performance. Um, the only game, it's kind of a good, decent story. They usually play on grass, mm-hmm. but because of the rain Friday night, they had moved the game to the turf field, which is the football field. They had only used that field twice all year. A tie to Williston Northampton and a loss in overtime to St. Luke. So they had lost the matchup. And I'm asking both coaches. Uh, obviously, adjustments were made from the last time, and Hopkins obviously was the better team. They really controlled the game. I think it was outshot them 19 to three. And and the biggest question I get when the New Haven Wrench does its all area teams, when we pick these teams, and can these players c- compare to the CIAC? Because that's the majority of what we all cover. Right. And the answer in this case is, yeah, Hopkins can play and they'd be very competitive in the SEC. So when people, when they say, well, why does Hopkins have representation or Hammond Hall? It's because they've got players. And uh, St. Luke's, I know you, you cover when it's Stanford. Yeah. They've got players. And it's it was very good soccer. And that's all you wanted to see. And I was very impressed with Hopkins. And, uh, and because they're in the Class A division of NEPSAC, they will never get postseason bids because they're competing against the biggest schools in Connecticut right. that have incoming talent to come in and we'll just leave it at that or recruit legally recruit and we're at St. Luke's and, and Hammond Hall they're in the C division or B depending on what sport and, and they get it I, I don't know if St. Luke's got a bid I'm sure they probably did because they're I haven't very looked good, yet but yeah they're a very good side but it was good soccer and I just wanted to bring that up because I know we don't ever mention the preps because it's a mainly CIAC dominated uh, areas we work in but they're good and, and St. Luke's is too yeah, I used to cover a lot of that. When I worked, especially when I worked in Greenwich, I covered a lot of FAA. And then Brunswick, Brunswick. moved out of the FAA, but started playing South Kent and all these other prep schools. And that mm-hmm. soccer is excellent, really, really excellent. Now, of course, not many of those kids, not on Brunswick. Brunswick kids are from Connecticut, but kids at South Kent, you look at their oh. roster, it's not a lot of kids from Connecticut. We don't end up covering that stuff a lot, again, because there's only so many people that mm-hmm. we have working here. We understand that the quality of those prep schools is above – probably the CIAC stuff you know what I mean across the board because you're looking at kids that are just loaded with D1 kids on those schools but they're coming from everywhere I mean they're coming when I say coming from everywhere they're coming from all over the world yes 
these rosters. Whereas Hopkins basically is from the state, right? And they uh, don't and they don't recruit post grads. I mean, in the, in the Fairchester, you're not allowed to have post grads. So right. now you're starting to see in basketball where they're going and transferring and reclassifying. And those aren't boarding schools either, Hopkins and St. Luke. So those kids home, are right. do tend to be more local. <clears throat> and we do know that there is good soccer being played there. We'd love to get out there more. But like you said, we can only get there so many times. But it's it's good that you saw the FAA championship, yeah. and we want to shine a little bit of light on those guys. Um, we're going to take a super quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about uh, some state soccer. We'll be right back on Just for Kicks. Don't miss a pass, pitch, or putt this season. Sign up for the Whistle newsletter and get the latest news and stories sent straight to your inbox from GameTimeCT.com. We are back on Just for Kicks, and we have a ton of state tournament stuff to talk about. Uh, the girls' semis are all today, Monday, as we're recording this. So we're going to start talking about the girls first. Uh, we're going to start in Class S. Uh, Joe, what do you got in Class S uh, in the semifinals? In Class S, a shoreline-dominated look. And yeah. uh, not what I would have predicted, at least, at least for, for two of the teams. Uh, Kagenshag was the 17 seed, the middle of the road team in the shoreline, and they've gotten hot, and, and they've made pull off a couple of seeded upsets to get to the fun, uh, semis tonight, and they're facing Immaculate uh, in the top half of the bracket. In the bottom half, uh, East Hampton versus Old Lyme. East Hampton has never been to a state final. Uh, they tied Old Lyme 1-1 during the year, uh, and obviously Old Lyme is the three-time defending champion. Maya Johnson in her final year with 96 goals. The, goal, the winner in the double overtime against Holy Cross last year in the final. And obviously the team that everybody's trying to beat, Immaculate, the, uh, the, the overwhelming favorite, and that's Kagenshag's, uh job to try to do tonight, to try to pull off a monumental upset. Immaculate has rolled, I mean, 4 nothing and 8 nothing yeah. with their scores in this tournament. Uh, Kagenshag has got their hands full with this Yeah, I, 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 said, I, I didn't predict them to be here. I, f- I forget who I predicted. Uh, I had Paris Shell. So yeah. they were the top seed, and they got beat by Kagenshag. 7 so, nothing. Yeah, I, 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 you know, the shoreline's actually decent soccer. I it's mean, they, soccer, they, yeah. they play. And, and Immaculate, obviously, I had in the finals against uh, East Hampton, I believe. Well, no, or either East Hampton or Cromwell. Right. I'm trying to think. Uh, I wrote it down in... But I did not have Old Lyme. I had Old Lyme losing to Cromwell. So the thing about Old Lyme is they didn't have the greatest of regular seasons, but they know how to win in the tournament, and yeah. that is monumental. So if I had to guess tonight, Old Lyme and Immaculate would be in your championship game, which has been the final before. So Now, the Class S boys, um, I just want to say that I nailed the final Ooh, four here. Did you? I, I, all four, four for four, unheard of, but I did it. Uh, Actually, I think yeah, I wrote these. Yeah, gotta take a victory lap for that one. Uh, It's really the only one. When we get to double L, you'll see that I have none. So yeah. But in Class S, um, Notre Dame Fairfield uh, got through, beat Cromwell, uh, beat Chapag, three nothing, three nothing. They they you know they they've kind of cruised so far so far. Uh, Morgan also was kind of cruised. You know, five nothing over Holy Cross, and then three one over Canton. Um, Notre Dame, Fairfield, and Morgan are going to play at West Haven on Wednesday uh, in one of those Class S semis. In the other Class S semis, uh, Litchfield, which is a team I talked about before the tournament, I thought they were playing really, really well. They beat Lewis Mills. They had gotten hot at the right time. uh, And here they are in the semifinals taking on Old Saybrook. Uh, Old Saybrook has obviously been here before. uh, And like you said, the shoreline has good... um, 
has good soccer. And on the boys' side, too, you know, Old Saybrook has played really well all year. And for them to be in the semifinals now against Litchfield, I think that's a great matchup. I'd love to be there. Uh, they're playing at Falcon Field. Where's Falcon Field? That's in Meriden, and I bl- yeah. believe it's Old Saybrook's third or fourth trip, straight trip to the semifinals. They, this wasn't as vintage Old Saber team, but they've done a good job. And uh, I would have gathered they're going to have their hands full with Litchfield tonight, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. That, and that's a great uh, Class S uh, semi. And I just want to say before we move on that there are four schools with teams in the boys and girls semifinals. So I think they get an extra point for that. And that's Glastonbury, Hand, Watertown, and Morgan. Great soccer. Great soccer. I mean, if you if you got both programs like that. Um, you, right, let's, and uh, you had Litchfield winning it, didn't you, I think? No, I had. Morgan. Or did you have Morgan winning it? About that day. Oh, I might have had Litchfield. Hold on. Yeah, you had Litchfield over Morgan, I think. Yeah. Uh, the boys, I had Litchfield win. I had Litchfield beating Morgan in the championship. That's a good memory, Joe. Have, well, I wrote, I did, I actually did some research this morning <laughs> just to make sure. But now, my, my question would be is I know Morgan, I know what they have in Davis Eternal and Zach Tecito. Notre Dame Fairfield, how do they have been played in the SWC? How do they match up with. I think if you cut, you know, I thought the SWC was a really strong conference. They've right. taken some losses in the state tournament, uh, but I still feel like coming out of the SWC, that Notre Dame Fairfield has a really good chance to win this game. Obviously, Morgan's been in these games before. They've got a ton of seniors, but so does Notre Dame Fairfield. So um, I, I think that this is a toss-up game. I mean, anytime you get into the semis, it's kind of a toss-up, but I think Notre Dame Fairfield could represent the SWC in a championship game, uh, you know, Pomperog's the only other school they have left in any tournaments, uh, and that's in double L. Weston and Barlow uh, mm-hmm. got knocked out in L. We'll talk about that when we get there. Um, all right, let's move on to Class M, and uh, let's talk about the girls in, in Class M. Uh, you have four, team, four different conferences represented uh, tonight. That's great. Lewis Mills out of the Berkshire League. They have... I believe pitched don't pitch sixteen shutouts, and we've talked about them during the pod, during the the uh, just for kicks regular season. Yeah, and they only had allowed two goals in in one game, and obviously two shutouts in his tournament. Uh, Morgan has had a great year, won their first Shoreline Championship since two thousand and three. Um, been to one final. In fact, uh, Lewis Mills and Morgan have both been to one final. They both were in 2010, I believe. Uh, Morgan and S, Lewis Mills and M, and they both lost. So they've, they're both seeking their first championship, and one of them will be in their first final in eight years. Uh, Weston out of the SWC, I remember writing about them briefly at the beginning of the year, how hot they were on offense, and obviously they play in, a, as we talked about, a very good SWC, so they're tournament tested. And in playing field. A story we've talked about in, 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 the, in the four sister combinations, nine kids, and um, they talked. And the reason why it's a, like we said even at the time, other than the sister combinations, why it's a good story is because they were good. Yeah. And they were third straight year to the ECC tournament finalists. They didn't win it. But they're in the semis for the first time in program history. They scored late in double overtime to send it to PKs. And the same girl who um, scored, tied the game, had the game-winning PK against Notre Dame Fairfield, who I thought would win the bracket. So uh, that's a great win. Again, they're at home, and uh, now they get another SWC opponent tonight, and I think that's going to be a very interesting matchup. So who, who, who do you think? Um, I'm going to say Lewis Mills in Plainfield. Yeah. It's hard to go against Lewis Mills right now. They scored 13 goals in that tournament. I mean, that's in two games. 
Yeah, I think I and had, allowed none. I th- I was trying to think who I had. I had uh, you had Morgan over Weston. Yeah, that so was you my had, girl. Yeah, and I and there. I think I lose Mills over ND Fairfield. So, yeah. um, so we'll see. So. Still we're gonna find girls you know we always find out about the Berkshire well, can they compete with well we're gonna find out how good Lewis Mills is because Morgan's pretty good and yeah. so is the other side of the bracket so we'll see and Lewis Mills is a big school out of the Berkshire League uh, numbers wise you know they're a they're the largest school aren't they in the in the Berkshire Pete, League Pete you can speak to this Pete Pete wake up wake um, up <laughs> Lewis Mills now you you come used to now let, um, let's just tell the audience he used to be the sports editor that's going to register citizen yeah. many moons ago back when he was a kid and he still is, but um, <laughs> he's our go-to Berkshire League. Uh, Lewis Mills and Northwestern yeah. are two of the biggest, are the two biggest schools in the Berkshire League. I think it would, you know, change. Very, I would assume that it's Lewis Mills because I know in Winston the numbers have been going down. There's even been talks to close the other school in Winston oh. uh, over for years. Nottawag's kind of in there too, um, but they've been bumped up to double L at one point a couple of years ago because of success, and they have the agricultural program. Right. So, um, but Lewis Mills and Northwestern don't have those programs, so they're just yeah. based on size. And <clears throat> but if I was going to guess, with you know, it's Lewis Mills. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm we go will. Back. We will wake you back up. When yeah. You know. back. We need you again. We'll call. We'll, we'll ring the we'll gong. We'll ring the gong like the gong show. <laughs> we need okay. a little bell to ring for Pete. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, are you? Re- is that it? Yeah, that, that's all I have for the girls. And uh, I do want to say one thing uh, about the boys. Um, I don't know if this was done t- intentionally by the CIAC, but they made a decision Saturday morning to put them all on Wednesday. And I, they don't want to mess with Tuesday's forecast, which I think is good. Weather forecast is not good for Tuesday, and so all the soccer games are on Wednesday, which isn't great for coverage, but it's good for weather-wise. The right? boys are Wednesday. Yeah, that's what I mean. And they, oh, they, they were originally in the, they said Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, and, and, and then and they just, over Monday, Tuesday. So I'm guessing they looked at the forecast and said, why even bother? Let's put them all Wednesday. In. Yeah, I don't think there's any – there's no games Tuesday. Um, Soccer-wise, no. No. There is a – so in Class M boys, there's a quarterfinal still to be played today. Yeah, that's right. Ellington and Wyndham, I assume they had some rain issues or weather issues over the weekend yes. uh, that pushed them to today, today and then the, the winner of that. Ellington's the only team left that I picked in Class M that could uh, get through. Every other team, uh, I, I failed in, in this one. Um, the winner of that place, Watertown. Uh, Watertown beat Lewis Mills 2-1. That's a huge win for Watertown because right. Lewis Mills is uh, obviously one of the favorites coming sure. into this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the other side of that bracket, we have Stonington. Taking on the highest, the lowest seed that's still left, number twenty-three, Plainville, who is out of the CCC. Ding. Shocking that a CCC team would be the lowest uh, thing left. When we get to L and Double L, I'm going to just gush over the CCC because <laughs> the postseason they're having in boys soccer is unbelievable. Right. Um, but Plainville, uh, who beat Northwestern and beat Montville, is still left in this thing. Um, it's hard when we. I don't know whether Ellington or Wyndham's going to get through. Ellington was my original pick. Uh, to go through here so I'm going to stick with Ellington uh, my original winner of the tournament was Brookfield that was obviously incorrect uh, but I will stick with Ellington in the final and um, I'm going to go with uh, I mean I, Stonington's played really well I've only followed them you know through Twitter and reading stories uh, that come out of that area but I'm going with CCC I'm going with number 23 Plainville to get through to the final there <laughs> so I think it'll be Plainville against Ellington in the championship game uh, listen, we're going to take another real quick break, and then we'll be back with the L and double L parts of the tournament. We'll be right back on Just for Kicks. 
Every Monday evening, join us for the Game Time CT High School Football Podcast. Sean Patrick Boley, Kyle Brennan, and Pete Puaga bring to you the best high school football coverage across the state. You get an immediate reaction to the Game Time CT media poll on top of discussions that go beyond just the games. We are back on Just for Kicks, and we got uh, this is now we're going to get into it. Yeah, the L and Double L tournaments. Uh, this is more of the games that we've seen, also. Uh, again, just the way it works out, but I've seen more double. I've, I've only covered the double L tournament so far for the boys, but uh, let's talk about the L girls first who play their semifinals today. What do you got? Oh, that's L? my turn. Oh, no. That's your um, turn. We, there's some good L girls semifinals today, by the way. Well, you've got Farmington, which was the 16th scene again. You talked about gushing about the CCC. You, I looked at their schedule, and the teams they lost to, a lot of them are still playing uh, yep. today, and uh, they beat Mercy at Mercy 2-1. to one. To me, it is still an upset. I know people say the it's it's, it's even playing field, but see, it's a seated upset. Mercy had a great year. It's a tough way to go out, uh, and, and Farmington is in the semis against Hand, a team that I thought had the bracket to get there. This is their third straight semifinal appearance. They haven't been to a final since 2006. They may have their hands full tonight, um, and that game is at Middletown High School. On the other side of the bracket is Talland out at NCCC against Watertown, the NBL champion and then again kudos to Watertown was a Watertown boys too right yeah Watertown and, boys and I, one of the four you mentioned and uh, Watertown girls has had a great year and they have Metal Mancini who has over and 100 hand. goals hand also you're hand. right right yeah. but with Watertown Metal Mancini who's going to Sacred Heart to play uh, had the one goal and they beat Madison I mean yeah, Metal Mancini and he had the two girls from Madison through a lot of division one talent in that field and it was one nothing game and she had the goal so um, that should be a very interesting game Again, worked on another team that has very little tournament history, if at all. And um, trying to think who I had, I know I had it wrong. Oh, I had Weathersfield beating Mercy in the final, so I am out of this bracket. But uh, it should be very competitive games. I'm out of the girls too, right? I had Mercy and uh, and Masic, I think, in the final. So yeah, and that's why everybody laughs because they, they just, it's so hard to make these predictions. But maybe they did better in the boys. Scott, what do you think? Did it's you so better? hard. It's so hard to pick these games because like. And, you, you pick a game and the team goes and plays better, but it's a tie and it goes to PKs and they lose. And yep, that that's why it's so random picking these games. Who do you like in in L? Uh, going, th- did you say? I go uh, so now. Now, yeah, but of, of of the four left in the girls, I'm going to say Hand versus Watertown. Okay, so just for just for kicks, I, as just I, for kicks, just for hahas. But I we I, brought it all full I, circle. Nothing right? would be surprising. I mean, if it's Farmington Town, I wouldn't be surprised, and it's gonna be. But, again, when you have a kid like Mancini who can score at will, mm-hmm. that's, again, nobody's been on a stopper all year. We'll see if Talon can. Uh, and the L boys, this is where we start to really get into the CCC stuff. Uh, three of the four semifinalists here and three of the four semifinalists right. in double L are all from the CCC. It, they're, they're, it's results that you can't argue with. Uh, the last time, and there is a chance with Plainfield, Plainville that – Three, they could have three state champions, which hasn't happened uh, since 2015 when it was done by the CCC. Right. Um, I know it's a huge conference, but once you get into these tournaments, they're winning. Uh, so in L, we have Weathersfield, who beat Weston 3 nothing. Now we, I saw Weston a couple times this year. I mm-hmm. thought they were a really strong side. To go in there, to go to Weston and beat them 3 nothing is super impressive for Weathersfield. Right. It's a huge statement, and now they get to take on hand. Uh, you know, and who hands going for three straight championships, and here's a CCC school Weathersfield standing in their way in the semis. On the other side, 
Uh, Avon, another school from the CCC, beat Bassick 4-2. Bassick was one of the better stories in this tournament. They were playing in the quarters for the first time in school history. It's heartbreaking to go and, and lose that game to Avon. In PKs. In PKs, right. yeah. I mean, that, that's just – it's brutal. It, I, I really think – there's a lot of it, it sucks to lose anytime you're a senior your last game but the the cruelness of soccer sometimes really stings i think kids you know and from what i understand Bassick played really really well in that game probably deserved to win but they were tied and you go to pk's and who who knows what's going to happen I, there I, I know these are different kids but avon has been through the wars these that program they know how to win in the yep, tournament they they, do. they I've seen them beat Hannon a couple of times. They're they're just a tournament tested team. So, but again, a great year for Bassick and a great it's a great story because they they don't play in the league. Yeah, you know it's it's they got to try to find games and fill your schedule, and it's not easy for them and Harding and all those other non conference team um, schools without a league. So kudos to them. And I'm not sure who even gave them when they saw their matchup with Avon. I'm sure everyone just said, okay, Avon's going to cruise through this. They did not cruise through no, this not game at all. At all. No. Bassick put up a great fight. Yep. Uh, good for Bassick. I hope it's a sign of things to come. A lot of times when you see Central or Bassick have a good season, it doesn't carry over to the next year. No. I, ho- I hope it does because I would love to see Bassick be a competitive soccer school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a good sport for the for Bridgeport schools uh, to have good teams in. And uh, Avon's going to go on to the semis, though, where they're going to face number 17, Maloney. Maloney, I think, is one of the – surprise teams out of the CCC because I think both of us thought that the winner of that Branford Barlow game which Branford won one nothing on PKs in the second round would get through but Maloney went to Branford credit to them and they won two to one and another CCC school in the semifinal it's funny because I, I was actually off but I live in Branford so I went up and watched the Branford most of the Branford Barlow game yeah and I couldn't stay for all of it but they was Branford had the better of the play yeah but it was obviously came down to one penalty kick and then I got after I finished my story on the, the spare chest, I went, took a ride up, and I got there one minute before Maloney came down and scored. Oh, and really? I, yeah, and, and you think you're going over. I figure I'm getting ready for overtime. How late was that goal? Uh, 3.42 left. Oh, wow. So, and Maloney's, again, they scored two goals late to beat Wilcox Tech, if I'm not mistaken, in, they the, did, in yeah. the second round. So, yeah. again, it's I don't know how much tournament history. I didn't read it, but I, I don't think they have a lot. But, again, when you – Talk about the CCC, and you get ready for who you play, and that prepares you for this. And uh, and I, I would think it's going to be a good game on Wednesday. Too. And we've talked about how they don't have a conference tournament. Well, they've kind of created their own conference tournament yeah, now with, right. with six of the eight finalists. Um, and when I get to double L, boys, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, but I think not having the conference tournament does some somewhat help them be a little fresher in these games. Again, when you're talking about it coming down to one PK, that that how many games you played, yeah. the quality of your opponents doesn't matter. It's a, it's kind of a chance thing. But all right, let's get into the Double L girls. The Double L girls, I think we've we've really seen some surprises over there. Uh, there's some chalk, obviously, still around. But you know, when when the top seed, the top seed's still there. But when St. Joe and and uh, goes out, I think we need to talk about that. So what have you seen on the Double L girls side? I've seen that. I'm no surprise that Glastonbury is in the semis again. Yeah, I think they've been in the semis almost every single year in this decade, or won a championship uh, as the one seed. They're going to face Staples. Well, and then and we talked to the point you just made. Staples went out to Darien in the f- opening oh. round of the FCX, and here they are. And I, and they beat Trumbull, who had beat Shelton. Uh, and, and so again, but Staples is so 
seasoned and, and well prepared. And well, Sables has only played FCAC teams in the state tournament too. They played Ward, New Canaan, and Trumbull, right? Yeah, this is gonna be a great yeah. game. I mean, I, I just again, I can see overtime or PKs in this one too. And on the other side, you have Richfield, who um, I thought was going to play St. Joe's, but they lost to uh, Wilton. Was right? Wilton two to one in PKs, nine eight in PKs. And so that's two I was rounds of PKs. Well, I think more surprising was the fact that they Wilton was able to score to tie it, and then I mean to get to get nine. Hey, listen, if you get nine PKs, I mean it's not like I mean St. Joe's got eight PKs and lost, so it's yeah. not like it's it's PKs is the luck of the draw. And and Wilton's I, a good team. I talked about them before the tournament started that I thought they were a really solid team out of the FCAC. I, you know, I thought St. Joe's was better, but. You know, winning nine eight and PKs is is kind of like you said. It's not lucky, but it's a if you can make nine PKs, you deserve to move on. You deserve to move and on. And honestly, I thought St. Joe's was going to fall to Richfield in the quarter. I mean, again, Richfield is a great team, and they and they even have a really haven't had a really tough time. I think they only haven't scored upon right. I don't think in the in the tournament no. And and they're facing again another team out of Simsbury. I think they were the 19th seed. And uh, what conference is Simsbury from? Yeah, CCC. I oh, CCC. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and and I, I they played Glastonbury tough, and they've played Sullington tough, and I I think the run ends tonight. I think it's Ridgefield and Glastonbury, like I said, started. But well, Simsbury's been through high drama. I mean, one nothing against Hall, one nothing against Sullington, six uh, four PKs, and one nothing against Wilton. I mean, that's as tension filled of a tournament as you could probably have for Simsbury. Yeah, and there's no pressure on them. I mean, they, they play free and easy, I and mean, you're playing the defending champs. But I think the champs move on. I think they face Glastonbury, and I think Glastonbury wins. All right. Uh, let's move on to the double L boys. Um, you know what? I picked Greenwich to get to the semifinals. Um, yes. Yes, you did. You had them beating Xavier. That, and that means that I had them beating Xavier, number one, but that also means that I had them getting through Glastonbury. Mm-hmm. And that is just such a colossal misstep on my part to pick against Glastonbury in the double L boys tournament where they've been in four of the last five semifinals. What was the score? Uh, one nothing. So it wasn't colossal. <clears throat> it wasn't colossal. L- listen, I honestly think Greenwich had a little bit better of the play. They had better scoring opportunities. The Greenwich, uh, late in the first half, the Greenwich goalie and the defender, both captains on the team, going really hard for a ball. They collide with each other. The ball bounces behind them. Alec Hughes, who's one of the better scorers in the CCC, gets one of his easiest goals he'll ever have. He kind of just scooped it up and kicked it in. Once Glastonbury got that lead, even though Greenwich had a few chances, mm-hmm. it's tough to think Glastonbury giving up a one nothing lead in a state quarterfinal. They put five kids back for the last 20 minutes. Uh, Greenwich hit a post on a on a direct kick, but and the goalie had to make a save. The, the defender had to clear a ball off the line. Uh, one of the Sullivan brothers had to clear the ball off the line. But I kind of felt like when Glastonbury went up one nothing that it was going to be really hard to get one goal to tie them up, and, and it was. Uh, it was a really physical game. Uh, tensions ran pretty high after the game. But Glastonbury, end of the day, is back through again into the Class L semifinals where they are going to meet the team that I don't think any of us had no. pegged, and that is Pomperog. Um, Pomperog out of the SWC is the only non-CCC team in the L tournament. Um, not the SWC team I thought was going to get through, but 
they've played really well and they've beaten CCC schools to get here. They 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 beat uh who they oh, Poprock beat McMahon in the first round. Beat Farmington. But they beat Farmington. Yeah. Farmington on the team, road, right? On the road in Farmington. I thought Farmington was uh going to be the state champions. So did I. I thought they were the best team. I thought they were the most complete team. But Poprock went up there, beat them one nothing, then came back and got a home game uh for the quarters against Conard and beat them 2-1. So now they get to go play the 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 big dog in the CCC, as it were, uh, Glastonbury, and see if they can get to a championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glastonbury is the best program in the state. It's hard to argue with that at this point. Uh, a state championship here would completely solidify their dynasty. It would be their fifth championship in six years. Uh, you don't do that by being lucky. You know that you can say it's luck. It's this. It's that. It's nothing. It's hard work. It's a right. program that is sustained success. Yep. To do that this long in this sport, where we know where we're talking about all these random results with PKs and this and that, one nothing games, right? They're there again. It's unbelievable that Glastonbury is back again, but they are. Um, you know, you need a little bit of luck. Uh, Poprog was the 2011 champions, uh, but Glastonbury's won 10 state titles and six since 2003. Um, let's go down to the bottom half of this bracket now. Where the number two seed Hall, another team that I didn't give enough credit to, um, I thought Staples could get through, uh, but Staples lost to Cheshire three one, and then Cheshire lost to Hall three nothing. Hall also beat Ward and beat West Haven eight nothing. Um, Hall hasn't been in the finals since 1996. Their last title was in 1980. Uh, they've won seven titles overall, but a lot of those came in the 1950s. So okay. uh, they are playing the team that. Uh, out of the CC, out of the CCC that we again we were not talking about. That's East Hartford. Uh, East Hartford has played awesome. They went to Ludlow and won. They went to Fairfield Prep and won three nothing, and then they went to Danbury and won on PKs. Uh, their goalie Julio Argueta uh, had a huge stop in the in the uh, PKs. They won five four, mm-hmm. uh, but his save was awesome. Uh, Robert Sam has scored goals against Ludlow. He had two goals against Prep. East Hartford. Look, if you look at their schedule, they, they've played all those teams in the CCC, and they've done well, and maybe we should have been thinking about them more. Uh, but they've had an awesome, awesome state tournament to get here. They've never played in a state championship game. I'm sure that they would love to beat Hall, who is a rival of theirs, to get there. Sure. Um, who do I think in this tournament? I, I mean... I, I had Dan, Farmington beating Danbury, so I'm out. Yeah, I had Farmington... <laughs> I had Farmington beating Prep, so I'm out in in Double L two. Look, I'm going to stick with East Hartford. I think they're hot, and I would just love to see someone get in there who's new. And um, I'm never going to pick against Glastonbury again in in boys soccer because why would I? Like they're so good. I think they're going to win another state championship. Uh, that's gonna. I don't know where that game's going to be, but what I do like is the semifinals are both that in was, New Britain. Glastonbury are. I would think it's going to be back at Veterans Stadium. I, final. That final would be at Veterans Stadium. Yeah, that, that's where the semis yeah. are. Right, but it'll be back for the final too. I would think. So it's if the it's only a- it's the only boys semis that are in, both in the same spot. So if you want to go watch both of those games, you can. Right. I hope people do come and watch these. Glastonbury had a great crowd on Saturday for the Greenwich game. Um, all right, we are going to be back next week. Where we will be recapping the championship games. They'll already be done. Championship Saturday is this weekend. Uh, we love Championship Saturday. It's one of our favorite days of the year. 
Uh, if you see us out at the games, come say hi to me or to Joe. Joe loves when people come up to him and just talk to him, <laughs> take a selfie with him, take a selfie with him. He'll be at the, he'll be at the girls' games, I'm sure. I'll, I'll be at the boys' games. Um, but listen, next week will be our final podcast of uh, Just for Kicks. We've had a lot of fun doing this. For Joe, I'm Scott, and we will see you then.